Hello. <laughs> Welcome to another Film Critters Processes. I'm Baru. I'm Jay Bearhat. Today, we're going to talk about a movie that we saw recently. It's called uh, Spider-Man. Is it Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Or Enter the Spider-Verse. Because it's like definitely setting it up for like sequels we don't know the name of this movie it's i it's they have spider twice in the title <laughs> yeah there's a lot of there's so a right lot of spider bat, that's a that's a check mark against the film yeah <laughs> uh i'm gonna look up the exact title all right we're back it is in fact spider-man into into the spider-verse, the spider-verse. Okay. not enter the spider-verse and spider-man is yeah. the first word <laughs> okay cool um yeah so I'll just, I'll, I'll kind of start off and say that, like, I was not interested in seeing this movie at all. Uh, I don't like superhero movies. No, same. I was yeah. just like, oh, cool, superhero movie. And it's animated. That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it kind of, I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to talk about it. I really didn't care. Uh, and then I watched it. And it turns out it's really fucking good. Yeah, it's, I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I do know why. Like, it's, but it's like, it was weird seeing the commercials and for the first time in like actually a decade, I think, being like, oh, I'm interested in seeing a superhero movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, the closest I can think is like, you know, I, I wanted to see the big ones that everyone is always like, this one's actually good. Like, uh, Thor Ragnarok, because mm-hmm. I really liked, uh, God, what's the other? What the the director? Taika Waititi. Yes, I yeah. like his directing, so I've been wanting to watch that. Um, people who I trust told me Black Panther was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Logan, which I still haven't watched either, was like something I was interested in because video essays on YouTube love that movie. Really, but also because it's like rated R and like basically it looks like some like Coen Brothers presents Logan like Wolverine yeah. shit. Yeah, I noticed that that was. I noticed that that movie had kind of like a very gritty touch to it, which kind of made me less interested in it. But but Black Panther and Thor Ragnarok are both really, really good. But it's like, yeah, it's like this was the first time I went and saw a superhero movie in theaters, not counting Venom. But I saw Venom fully knowing that it was going to be terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. But this is the first one where I was like, oh, it's, it's actually good. <laughs> is this actually a good movie? Because I saw a trailer for it and I was like, huh. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it somehow so like I think the people the people who worked on this movie, I think they also worked on the Lego movie. Yes. Which, Phil Lord is like the big one. He's like the writer and also Clone High. Yeah. Which oh, is why yeah. there's that which is why we're kind of jumping ahead, but there's like a tiny Clone High joke in there where like there's one of the alternate universes or like the main universe that we're in, which is revealed sort of over the course of the narrative to be an alternate universe from our own. Uh, there's like a there's like a bunch of billboards in like the Times Square. And one of them is like this, like this fall on ABC clone college. And like yeah. the joke is that like, oh, in this universe, clone high was never canceled. Yeah. Exactly. So like all of the Spider-Man like esoteric references and like comic references and stuff, I was like. I don't get that. Oh, I kind of get that. Oh, whatever. I saw that in the background. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's because it's Phil Lord was like the writer and like also worked on Clone High. So these are all people who've like made cartoons that are way better than they should be. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. Yeah. And Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is way fucking better than it has any right to be. Also, uh, something I learned recently 
just because like, I was reading up on it. So like I'd been talking to people about it, and I was like, okay, so Spider Noir Man, Noir Spider Man is real. And they're like, yeah, and Spider Ham's real. And people are like, oh, but Penny Parker, like that's not like a spinoff series. I looked it up. She is actually a character from the comics as well. Okay, I was wondering about that. She's not like an anime character in the comics. That was sort of like just the, the adaptation they did because like they're doing weird animation styles for this one. Right. But she's from the, the Spider-Verse comics. She's one of the like 80 fucking like comics. Also her origin story in the comic apparently is like more like she's adopted by Aunt May and whatnot rather than like she has like a specifically like anime background as she sure. does in the movie. But yeah, all the, all the Spider-Mans are like actual Spider-Mans. Yeah. I, I, let's talk about the Spider-Mans for a moment. The Spider-Mans. <laughs> um, Penny Parker in particular, I think she, she for an, a character inspired by anime, it seemed pretty watered down. Uh, I, I think that they could have made her a lot more fleshed out and a lot more kind of stylistically inspired by like a lot of different things instead of just kind of like a very South Parky like anime parody you know what i mean yeah i was the thing that was weird about it was like i also when i saw her i felt like they watered her down to hold back and avoid having it just be shitty but it was definitely an anime character written by people who don't watch anime yeah which is like not so much of like wow i can't believe they don't watch anime but it's it's very much a thing of just like oh this is definitely like all these other characters you're drawing on these tropes that you're very clearly familiar with Mm -hmm. and like you get to the anime character and it's like Oh, you guys are like, ah, uh, they like hockey <laughs> <laughs> and they have a robot. That's the yeah, robot that's makes it. cute faces. Uh, Diva Overwatch, whatever. Fuck it. She really was just Diva. She yeah, wasn't she, like... <laughs> yeah, there, there wasn't much to her. I, I like the, the other ones being kind of gag characters. I, I liked, um, she was in like that weird, like one, like one foot in being a gag character and one foot in like kind of being a character but like not really fleshed out in the same way yeah yeah definitely she had some she had like some pathos or something and she she cared about her little spider buddy that was piloting her robot friend i guess i don't know that was that was weird (laughs) they they, it didn't help that they like very quickly like glossed over like what her backstory was where it was like she was like Oh, I was bitten by a radioactive spider and the spider pilots my robot and me and the spider have like a psychic link. And then like the, then like the robot gets broken down and the spider is hurt. And I was like, oh, right. That's her backstory. But like they didn't build on that like at any point between that point and that point. So I just kind of forgotten that that was like what it was. It's just like, oh, she's just a girl as a robot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we, we, so there's Penny Parker and then we have. Spider-Man Noir. Yeah. Who obviously pretty obviously just a just a gag character voiced by Nicolas Cage. Um which... is is actually based on like a real series they did like Marvel Noir comics, which I I kind of like the idea of taking like the actually serious ones, like the actually serious Spider-Man and just fully making him a fucking joke. Yeah. <laughs> just flat out this is a stupid idea for a Spider-Man character. Yeah. See, that's that's where like the gag character sort of parody thing like really is good it's just like yeah spider-man noir is pretty fucking goofy but so is spider-man actually yeah. <laughs> um yeah then there's peter porker i guess I, i'm glad they have a simpsons movie reference <laughs> uh so again i did just a little bit of reading on this not only is i did i find out that spider-ham has been in multiple like multiple spider-verse comics but that he's been killed in like two of them <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> like that to me is like way funnier than just the fact that he's yeah. in it. It's that he's in them and then gets killed. Like in one of them, there's like the stupid zombie specials they did where like there's some just zombie versions of characters. He's a zombie in that as well and gets killed. That's and I think in the Spider-Verse comics he gets killed. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's really intense. Uh, um well great. I'm glad that we have a tragic backstory for this gag character. Uh I was shocked that I wasn't annoyed by by right? Peter Parker. That I was thought... actually what made me see the movie was the trailer and him showing up and him not being like a minion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he's still kind of like the annoying tune joke character, but he's like charming. Yeah. He's yeah. like actually kind of funny. I like the dynamic he has with the noir character, which by the way, I don't know if you've seen this. Oh. Uh so there's two ships from this movie. Okay. Spider-Ham and Spider-Man Noir. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Which is I haven't like none of it I've seen has been even remotely lewd. It's just extremely like cutesy, like pixiv character style, like, oh, they're cuddling and like they're having little playful dates. <laughs> uh and then the like filthy Fujoshi bait stuff is Aunt May <laughs> and Girl yes! Doc Ock. Yes! <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Which made me so glad that other people caught that, like, yeah. that little gag. There's, like, a gag in the movie. Not a gag, but there's like, a little bit in the movie where when it's revealed that in this universe, Doc Ock is a woman. Uh, it's the scientist character who's set up earlier in the film is, like, this, like, harried, like, messy-haired, like, frumpy kind of, like, scientist girl. Yeah. Uh, and then she's examining uh, Peter Parker B, I think is what he's called, where it's, mm. like, the, the, the shitty... Uh, schlub. Who we'll talk. We'll talk about him. We'll talk about him in a second. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she go. He goes like, "Oh, let me guess." He's like, "What did you say your name was?" And she's like, "Oh, Doctor Octavia, or whatever, Doctor Octavius." And he's like, "Let me guess. Your friends call you Doc Ock." And she goes, "Actually, my friends call me Liv. (laughs) My enemies call me Doc Ock." And then when she shows up later and bursts into Aunt May's house, Aunt May's just immediately like, "Liv." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So they. what a great moment. Yeah. They have some history. Um, yeah, that, all those little touches. I, re- I really love, I really love Doc Ock in this movie. Um, the characters, the char- all the characters are really, really good. Okay. Let's talk about schlubby Peter Parker. Schlo- yeah. <laughs> just, um, just shitty. Just the most like, it's kind of like a fuck you to that kind of character. Yeah. But it's like not in like a way that where they're like completely write him off as a person. But it's just it's like this kind of character is like a loser. Yeah. And sucks. <laughs> yeah. 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 You have this world where like there's this sort of perfect proper P- uh, Peter Parker who's like, you know, very healthy and everything's going fine and blah, blah, blah. And, and then happy have... and he has a great marriage. Yeah. And he's like pure of heart. Yeah. And he's kind of goofy, but not in a way that completely undermines him. He's like a great dad. Yeah. And then you have this asshole <laughs> <laughs> who's like your thrice divorced uncle. Yeah. And yeah, so Miles Morales, uh, really likable character. Yeah. He's like, the thing I like about this movie, there's a lot of things I like about this movie. Like, we're, it's the small touches. But the thing I really like is this idea of like telling the like beat for beat Spider-Man hero story, and just fully committing it and not trying to like not so much not trying to reinvent the wheel, but just be like, how do you tell the story in a way that's interesting while still hitting all the beats? Yeah. 
And like, that's what I really like about it. And that's what makes Morales Morales a great character is that it's just like, he is just a Peter Parker. He's not a Peter Parker with a gimmick. Mm-hmm. He's not a Peter Parker with like some particularly like, tragic backstory. I yeah. mean, gimmicks like he has gimmick different superpowers. Yeah. But I like that. It's just, it's like, this is just another type of Peter Parker character and not Peter Parker mm-hmm. as in like, he is Peter Parker. Cause he, ex- Peter Parker exists in his universe. But that idea of like, he's a awkward, nebbish, like relatable high school dork. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Who is endearing and charming and kind of witty in his own way and is coming into having superpowers that he did not expect to have. Yeah. He has, he has a lot of really fleshed out like complexes and just kind of like, you know, interactions and like just, just the way that he kind of runs up against like authority figures and like his parents and just like, you know, it, it, it all, it all felt very lived in and it all felt like I have had kind of experiences in my past that I could kind of draw from and like, you know, felt very comparable. Um, I also just loved like, I don't know, like he, he, he just felt like a real person like he he felt like he was interested in shit like in a way that teens actually are you know yeah <laughs> like seeing like a chance the rapper poster on his wall was yeah like... that was so that was the other thing i really liked about the film is that like they they didn't just it wasn't just like here's spider-man is like an afro-latina kid uh, afro-latino kid and like but we're not gonna like really like make like address that that's the context he's living in they actually have like stuff that shows that that is the context that he is living in yeah he feels like a uh, he feels like a high school student from new york who's afro-latino who is transferring from like a public school where he's cool to like a private boarding school where he's like awkward and uncomfortable yeah absolutely yeah i loves it really good he's such a ah, such an endearing character yeah um one one kind of criticism i guess i'd have is that like spider gwen also felt really underwritten Mm, she felt a little bit too much she had the same problem to a lesser extent that uh not what whatever the girl's name in lego movie was oh yeah yeah yeah. where it's like just just felt like just ticking that yeah mark box kind of this like it's weird because I started watching Clone High recently, and I've never seen it, which is a shock to everyone I've told. <laughs> and it's weird. How that's so that's lore. It's, that it's so weird High. that I haven't seen it. Yeah. Because um, like watching it, I'm like, oh yeah, like I've watched so much stuff that absolutely is influenced by this. Right. But I'm thinking about how like Joan of Arc is that kind of character in the show, but like way better written because like, which is weird because it's a joke show. <laughs> but like the character has like more of an interesting take on that kind of character and mm. i feel like you know the girl in lego movie uh the girl in the emoji movie just that sort of trope of character of like kind of modern like it's like mean alt girl mean alt girl with like the side shave. yeah and it's just it's like i feel like spider gwen like isn't really fleshed out in the same way the other characters get mm. she- I mean, hmm. yeah, I, I suppose so. I, I would have, I would, I would have loved to have, I guess, more time with her. Um, but I, I kind of, I don't know. I, I'm kind of split on it because I, I feel like she had a pretty, like the way they kind of run through her backstory really quick. She's like, oh, I had a, I had a best friend, and then my best friend died. Now I can't trust anybody anymore. It's like it, it's pretty, it's pretty boilerplate. I will absolutely give it that. It's, you know, it, it 
could use some work. But at the same time, I don't know. I liked her. I, I, I liked her. That, I think it's like, that's why I was like, I felt like it was a little too, uh, just because I liked her. And then kind of at the end of the movie, I was thinking back about it. And it's like, oh, I didn't really get like as much of her, as much as the like, she seems like she'd be much a much meatier character than she was kind of allowed to be. Yeah. But the movie did have a lot going on, which is actually why I'm somewhat, one of the few times where I'm like, you know what? Maybe I will go see a sequel. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Is like if there if these care if this character is coming back and there's some more given her gives her more space to to exist. Maybe I will go see a sequel to this movie. Yeah, yeah. The movie the movie does a really good job with the sort of superhero like thematic content of just like hey you 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 have to do what's right even even if you know you're up against like a lot of different walls and a lot of different things that are kind of pushing you back. Um, and that that being the case, them specifically being like, there's no romance plot. Like there is a romance plot. Like they're they're, you know, like Miles has a crush on Spider Gwen. Blah blah blah. And then they kind of don't do anything with it because she's from another universe. And yeah, <laughs> and she can't stay here. And she can't stay. And they're just like, okay, well, that's fine. Bye. Yeah. And- no, I did kind of like that. It at least ended on like a platonic thing. And I hope that in this if they do a sequel it doesn't become like spider gwen and miles like are are dating and in love yeah i hope it's just like no they're they're friends yeah <laughs> My, miles found another girl to not be weird at yeah <laughs> <laughs> he learned from being a weird teen and now he's no longer a weird teen he's a college weird he's a, he's a college nerd yeah and he, and he asks spider gwen to join the dsa oh <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Um, uh, the Democratic Spider-Mans of America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I a thing that I, I, I think the thing that I really loved about this movie, it, it's kind of, it's kind of a double-edged sword, um, of them being like, we fucking made it up, we made it all up. Stop yelling racistly at each other online. <laughs> Have some fucking fun, please. For once in your it's, life. It's all fake. It's, it's all fake. It doesn't matter. Fake. <laughs> Chill. Um, you don't like this Spider-Man? There's a hundred more. <laughs> <laughs> Come up with one yourself, dickhead. Uh, that's what we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I think kind of the other end of that sword is that like this is kind this kind of feels like the culmination of like that sort of Donald Glover should be Spider-Man campaign stuff, which like I. It, this movie's really good. It's so fucking good. Uh, and they could have just made a Spider-Man movie with Donald Glover in it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, they, they could have just, they, like, instead of having Andrew Garfield in, like, the 70th Spider-Man movie to happen. Oh, home, word home, bound. Home so going, there's, home there's Homecoming, which yeah. has, um, that cute little, uh, British boy. Uh, who no one, I don't... Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> no, who's, who's the fucker? I don't even know what his I, name I is. I can but, him up, but yeah. Um, and then there was the other one with um, Facebook guy. Um, and I, I, I just, I, I don't know, like... There's there's a lot of Spider-Mans. There's a lot of Spider-Mans, and it could have... <sighs> I, I do think, I honestly think Donald Glover would be a good Spider-Man, because he's basically played a Spider-Man type character in like yeah. multiple things already anyway. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I, I don't know that that was such an Tom era. Holland, Tom Holland. Yeah. Um, th- 
that I remember that being such a huge thing. And and like not even specifically Donald Glover, but just like I don't know bringing more diverse superheroes to the forefront and not not fucking acting like it's a big fucking deal. Yeah. Like because it's not like it has to be a big deal because everybody had to fucking yell about it for like several years. Uh because like obviously Marvel has a huge diversity problem. It's like a huge thing that gets talked about pretty regularly on social media. Um but I don't know. I I the the animated film I, I would have loved to see. I would have also loved to see. Like in addition to this movie I would also have loved to see like a live action something of the sort, I guess. Yeah. Another thing I like about this movie is how like cool and interesting it looks, the very unique animation style. I hope they don't patent it because that's disgusting. Yeah. To do that, um but I like it. I really like the style. I really like the visual the different like tricks that they would use for visual displays. I liked that like to foreground and like background things as things would be out of your perspective, like things that would be out of focus in a normal movie have like color splitting. Yeah, it was a really like I f- I feel like all of the sort of animation shorthand that they use to kind of keep it from feeling like too busy like so- some of the action scenes were like a little bit like eh, you know like but like a-, a lot of the design elements of of spider-verse were kind of in service of like making it really really beautiful and like easy to watch yeah no it's it's stylistically an incredible achievement uh every other fucking superhero movie i've seen in the past decade looks the same yeah. Like they all look like people wearing uh wearing cartoon cartoon costumes. Yeah. Uh standing on a set <laughs> and CGI lasers are flying around them and I hate how it looks. I saw the ending to like some Thor movie I think it was. Like I I caught it at the end of it on TV and it literally looked like an SNL skit. <laughs> <laughs> like an expensive SNL skit. Yeah. But it had that exact same vibe of just like, we're going to walk from this set to another set and there's going to be a special effect and it's going to be edited in the most like straight on appearance. I just hate the way superhero movies look. They're so yeah. boring. Get actually cool, interesting directors to work on them. Yeah. And let them do whatever they want and it'll, you'll make an interesting film. As, I'll go see it. As a Harry Potter 3 stan, like... Exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. If the third Harry Potter movie looked like the first two, like the, I don't think the Harry Potter series would have continued to do very well because no. people were getting sick of the, the, the Christopher Columbus pedestrian adaptation. And then the third one came out and it's just like, oh, you can make a movie look however the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, you can just kind of do whatever. Did you hear, did you ever like hear that like, super like harry potter stands were like pissed about the third movie oh i remember that yeah. i thought it was like i loved it i was like that's, that's exactly why i loved one. it when i was a kid because i was yeah. like this is like an actually really cool adaptation of the harry potter books and people were like it, it changes and it looks different and hermione like dresses like a teenage girl now instead of a f- moppet <laughs> <laughs> they don't wear their awful school robes everywhere they just like everywhere they teens. go they dress like teenagers um, yeah, so I, I I really like that sense of adaptation. Yeah, um, I, I I wish superhero movies would do it more. And I know the reason why they won't, which is the same reason why 100 superhero movies are coming out every year. Yeah. Which is because they're a cash cow and they'll just... It's 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 the, the old the Nintendo Wii Prince money thing, but it's a bunch of 
back issues of, of comic books. <laughs> yeah. Because, um... like, right now, the closest we have to, like, a unique adaptation generally is, like, what if we made Captain Ant funny? What if Captain Marvel was a was a bazinga comedy? <laughs> oh, my God. I, and that might actually end up being good. I don't know anything about it, but I saw the poster and I was like, oh, it's one of these superhero adaptations where it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> where it's funny instead it's of a like, straightforward adaptation. Yeah, funny in like a Joss Whedon kind of way instead of like a real actual like funny jokes way. Yeah, that's that's the other thing about Marvel movies when they when they try to be like when they try to be like funny and add levity. They're not funny. They're not. Joss no. Whedon is not a good writer. I'm really, really sorry, but he like sucks and he's, he isn't funny. He's he is a hack. He he's, is one of those quintessential guys who did really good in the nineties because people were holding him back. And then when he produced money, they were just like, Well, we just gotta let him do whatever he wants, and that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Familiar story. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. And then he turned out to be a sex pest. Weird. Oh, really? Uh, did you not hear about that? Like, when there was, like, the big thing that it came out that, like, he kept cheating on his wife, and then when, like, she caught him, he was like, I think we should be polyamorous. <laughs> like, that Jesus was, like, that was the way he tried to get out of it, was Christ. being like, oh, we should be poly. <laughs> that is the most, okay, yeah, it's lore, that makes sense, that's character development. I would wonder, I'd rather watch a movie about that than a movie about Josh <laughs> Whedon, than anything Josh Whedon has written. Oh my god, yeah. Also, let's make sure to keep, let's, all right. His name is Josh Whedon now. <laughs> yeah, just Josh He's, Whedon. He gets to be a Josh. He is a Josh. He's a Josh. Um, and I'm thinking, like, because we're talking like, actually funny, and I'm thinking about, like, an adaptation, uh, like, a superhero movie directed by the guy uh, who did The Favorite and Killing of a Sacred Deer. Fuck! Just, like, how visually interesting and how funny that would be. <laughs> oh, my God. Yorgos Lanthimos Spider-Man. Yeah, I would watch... I would love Panos Cosmetos Spider-Man. It would be... I'm just about, I was just about like, which superhero would he turn into a fat shelby dad who takes his shirt off for some reason? Oh, you're a ghost lent the most. Your gaze is so fucking valid. Your gaze, please keep doing it. Colin Farrell, you're right. Colin Farrell is hot. It is hot when he looks like a dad. Yeah. he. The, Colin Farrell dad bod is hot. Please keep showing me that. Isn't there a moment like that in The Favorite, too? Yeah. For, <laughs> spoiler for The Favorite, despite being a very gay, like, lesbian movie, there's still a part where he sneaks in his, like, obvious thing for, like, heavier, like, dudes. Because there's just a scene where a dude who has that body type is just fully nude, barely covering his dick, and having fruit thrown at him for, like, two minutes straight. What more could you ask for in a movie? So, in, in conclusion of our Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse review, <laughs> go see Yorgos Lanthimos is the, the favorite, favorite in, in theaters, theaters now. now. It's really good. It's really, I, I, it really, I really want to see it. I want to see it, and then we can maybe talk about it later. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, uh, but I can't fucking wait. I like, this, I like how, like, our Into the Spider-Verse keeps going off on so many tangents. because Yeah, just, we should probably wrap it up. It's, <laughs> it's just, like, when, like, the... A good Spider-Man movie coming out, a good superhero movie coming out that is so uniquely good yeah. is, like immediately just explodes so much of what's wrong with superhero movies it right really now. It really does. Yeah, there's there's a lot of really good video essays out there on Marvel movies and kind of how they fucking suck. Uh, and I, I think the best one has to do, it's the, obviously, we love every frame of painting here at Film Critters. Every, yes. Everybody loves every frame of painting because every frame of painting is a really good series. Um, uh, and you should watch it. The Marvel, the Marvel sin, uh, Symphonic yeah. Universe. Yeah, that's such a good because it's something that I realized is like has been lacking from a lot of modern movies is like a a distinct sound. Yeah, like good music. Um, 
So that's a, that's an incredible expose. You should absolutely check it out if you haven't. But I'm sh- I'm certain that you have because yeah. you're a fan of film films. critters. But if you haven't, you know, go check it out. Yeah. Um. And also, you know, you should go see Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Um. You honestly, you probably don't have to see it in theaters. I would say it's a movie you could like yeah. rent on Redbox if you don't really want to go to a movie theater, or pay the movie theater fee, or don't have movie pass or whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. What would you rather have spent? Your ticket money on? Um, well, it was, we saw it on IMAX. So that was like 15 bucks. Uh, so $15. I would rather... Uh, God, what would I have rather spent it on? Nothing. If like that new Spider-Man game was on sale? No. Yeah. I don't I know. I mean, you'd probably get more hours out of that. Yeah, but I don't know if I'd be as satisfied with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, is the problem. Yeah. Um, I would rather have spent $15 on the new Breath of the Wild expansions, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, no, actually, yeah, like fifteen dollars on like a, on more Breath of the Wild. Yeah, because Breath of the Wild is all is like the Spider Verse is into the Spider Verse into the Spider Verse of video games, and that it also explodes everything that's wrong with like with like modern open world sandbox games. It really fucking it's does. Just like you play it, and I'm just like I don't understand how anyone could play this and go back to a Rockstar game because it just immediately tells you how fucking boring Rockstar games are. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna step in here with a really hot take. Breath of the Wild does the Malcolm Gladwell thousand hour, ten thousand hour rule shit way better than Dark Souls does. Okay, bye. Bye, bye. bye. Uh, no, uh, yeah, that's that's what I would rather have. What would you not rather have spent? My fifteen dollars on your fifteen dollars on um, a cheap copy of Dark Souls two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dark Souls at GameStop. Yeah. Um. All right, that concludes our review. Uh. Go see the favorite. Don't play Dark Souls. Do play Breath of the Wild and watch Into the Spider-Verse and you're going to have a great time. Yeah. Uh, and even if people keep telling you Aquaman is good, I've seen clips from it. It's <laughs> It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if yeah, it's good or not. A movie like that shouldn't it. be rewarded. Yeah. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll... I don't know. Whatever. We'll see. But yeah. Um, and if people keep telling you Dark Souls is good... Well, technically, they're right. It is a good game, actually. I really like it. Anyway, this is a weird episode. Yeah, this is, <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna exit the Spider Verse. Yeah, and, no, <laughs> we're gonna go out of the uh, Spider Verse. <laughs> uh, uh, what's the what's the conjunctive opposite of into? Out, 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 out of, through, out through, exit, throughout, exit through the Spider Verse <laughs> on DVD. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> All right, bye everybody. I've been Brew. I've been Jay Bearhat, and this has been Film Critters Processes. Yeah, bye. We love you. Mwah.